0: DJ PK, time now to bring in Utah State coach Gary Anderson. Gary, good morning. What's going on, guys? How are we? Oh, just having a blast. How are you doing? Hey, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm good. Just getting
1: ready for the next one.
0: Yes, the next one is Boise State, and there are a lot of Aggies wondering uh, about Jordan Love's status. And I love the fact that you mixed it up in the postgame Saturday. You didn't go with the the no comment. You went with a I'm not talking about that. That's classic you, Gary. Well, I'm not talking about it now either. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> PK thought there might be progress made over the last couple of days, but no, okay. nothing no no nothing there. Just uh Stay
2: tuned. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody gets in that situation in, in the colleges, and you don't have to have an injury report. Kyle's dealt with it for years, and so you say, well, we'll see how the week goes, and we'll see how the week goes. But uh, for now, we know that if he doesn't play, that you've got Henry ready to go. Uh, I want you to evaluate his performance as far as he played. I thought, I thought it was okay myself. I don't have the eye that you have. You know, maybe that that deep sack that he took was bad, but other than that, I thought it was all right.
1: Yeah, he was – the the, the sack was probably the best thing to do. That was a disaster waiting to happen if he threw it. Number 30 for Wyoming, who is – he's probably the defensive player of the year in the league, I'd imagine. or close to, well, maybe the defensive end from Boise, have really good players, but uh, he's one of the best in the league, and he was right on it. He probably would have undercut that thing and potentially picked it off and went all the way for a touchdown if, if Henry would have thrown it. So I think that was a very good decision to eat that ball and made the punt a little bit more uh, difficult, but uh, that was good. And he, he was solid. You know, I think he came in, he pulled the ball, his athleticism helped us in spots and situations that the, the, uh, the bender that he threw over the middle of the field was a great throw, it was a big-time play, and a big Time moment when we needed it to get a first down and keep the clock grinding in what uh, ended up being an extremely close football game. So Henry's a tough kid. You know he's a coach's kid. He's a competitor. That's not to discount mom in any way, shape, or form. But uh, they're both awesome people. But he's a he wants to get in the moment. He'll practice well when he gets the opportunity. He has all year long when he gets those reps. Obviously his reps are, are limited to what Jordan takes. But uh, you know he he came here to be a, a big time quarterback, and when he got his moment, uh, bottom line, at the end of the day, um, the score was on our side, so he did his job.
0: You know, when you're coaching, there's uh, there's a lot of money, and there's politics, and there's egos, boosters, presidents, ADs, coaches, there's all kinds of stuff. You must have awesome stories about the stuff you've seen over the course of your career, and yet all of that stuff is also juxtaposed against a walk-on who gets a former walk-on who gets two interceptions, clinches the game clinches a bold bid and is crying at the podium in front of the media afterwards uh in yeah, it, in the midst of all the money and the cynicism that's that's a pretty cool story
1: it's 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 amazing you know eric is a walk on and came here and uh has battled his tail off and you know he's it's just you say it right i don't really even have the the words to say um how cool that is um he's an amazing young man and to see a kid be in a spot like that and be in the spotlight and then have it mean so much to him um because of his teammates and because of his university is it's it's as special as it gets and that's uh That's worth a lot of tough times, a lot of good times, great times, and everything in between, but to see him be in that spot um, and be his – you know, as happy as he was, and uh, I'm just as happy as he was, trust me, because it's, a, it's an awesome scenario for him to be in. And, you know, he's got these player of the week honors that I'm sure are going to come his way. Some already have, uh, extremely well-deserved. And, and just for him to, you know, sit up there and put his team first and uh, relationships with players, it means a lot to all of us as, as coaches and players. And um, I'm sure Aggie Nation feels the same way.
2: So to see him cry like that, I mean, I thought, wow, this is the dark side of the Munoz. <laughs> yeah, and
1: emotion is a good thing, in my opinion, and I'm an emotional guy, I always have been. Um, I just think it's it's that's Eric being Eric, and it's a kid that's not afraid to let his emotions show. Which, quite frankly, in today's day and age, it's pretty special because a lot of most kids, um, most people, in fact, won't let their guard down uh, because it may look seem you know, vulnerable or whatever it may be that they think that. But it's just the opposite. It shows how tough he is. It shows how care factory has it has. It shows his grit, um, and. He cares what he thinks about and his emotions he wears on his sleeve. And I think it's awesome um, to have people that will actually, you know, when they believe in something and they get something to mean something to them in a special situation to have some emotion, that's a beautiful thing.
0: Gary Anderson, Utah State coach, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, PK uh, likes to talk about conference games and the teams knowing each other, the staffs having recruited the players and all that. They just had like a certain grinding quality. It certainly wasn't a perfect game. You had the early turnovers. You must have been grinding your teeth down 7-0 with two turnovers and a pick six. And at the same time, they end up with four turnovers. You have a bunch of takeaways did you just end up a little exhausted when that thing is all over, riding that roller coaster through that game? That That's, uh, you know, five of those six conference games have been like that and the Wake Forest
1: game was absolutely no different, so this team is you know, when it's all said and done, you look back at this team and, you know, we're all far from perfect and uh, we'd all love to be perfect every week, but this team is just the, the way they fight, the way they believe, the way they find a way to make plays in so many different ways, you know, it's uh you know, defense gets punched right in the mouth, right out of the beginning, and here you go. You're up, and you're on about the 20, 25-yard line, whatever it was. And, you know, we turn around and get very aggressive with the calls, and Justin became very aggressive in that spot, in that moment. And the kids answered the aggressive calls in a very positive way and got us out of that drive and got a turnover. And, um, you know, and then offense gets, you know... Kicked right in the face there with the touchdown going the other way, and, and the player makes a great play. I mean, they bat the ball, they get two picks, and that's a couple things go their way. And uh, but they keep fighting, they keep battling against what is not a good defense. It's a great defense. Uh, Wyoming is a great defense, and they've proved that all year long. And offense did enough. But this this team is as hard as it is to go through those moments, and stay, you know just keep on grinding and working through it for them and for coaches and everybody involved. You know they've done it, and that is an, it's an awesome thing for a team to be able to just. Not point the finger, not woe is me individually as an offense or defense or as a position group. They just keep on fighting and keep on battling. Has it gone their way every time? No, it hasn't. But, uh, you know, the majority of the time it has gone their way. They've reached bowl eligibility, which – that is a great thing. And are they done yet? Are we satisfied? Absolutely not. Um, I think anybody that knows anything about us and our team as a whole, they would understand that. But you do need to be rewarded, and it's a great accomplishment to get to bowl eligibility. Um, that's why there's bowl games. If if it wasn't, it didn't mean anything when you got the six wins, then they wouldn't give you a, a bowl game berth when you got in that situation or an opportunity to go to a bowl game. You'd have to get to seven. Well, that's not the case. You get to six. Um You get rewarded, and so these kids need to enjoy that.
2: Back to this Munoz thing, how beneficial can it be in recruiting to hold him up as a standard to kids? Hey, you come here, you stick with the program, and you'll get your chance, and you can go ahead and sell that to kids that if you have the determination, I dare say that you too can shoot the Munoz.
1: I like that, but you know I say it all the time, we don't talk about selling things, we talk about showing. So first of all, show them that. Absolutely, yes. I think our Our uh, reputation here as far as walk-ons and what we've done as a staff here at Utah State for for many, many years as it's going through time um, and other places that we've been, that the walk-ons are very important. It gives them an opportunity to say, hey, it's not just come over here because we don't believe in you if we're taking you as a walk-on. You know, we don't have 120 kids on this team, 125 kids on this team like a lot of people do. So our walk-ons are recruited walk-ons. We're not just asking guys to come in here and throw on a helmet and read cards for four years. We believe they have talent, and we believe they have an opportunity to eventually work themselves into a position to get some aid. Um, And, uh, you know, it's it's a great part of it. And, you know, uh, but just to see – Eric be in that spot going to the junior college you know paying for school mom and dad I'm sure have helped in many many ways and the love he has for them is awesome but walk-ons here are important and it's an ability to you know get in that position and to be successful and I was that guy I was that guy at Rick's college and I had that opportunity and it meant the world to me when I finally reached that goal that I could call mom and dad and say hey you know um, I got my tuition this semester so uh, I got put on scholarship there's there's not many feelings like that in the
0: world so, do you think PK really wanted to know the answer to that question, or do you think he just wanted to make a moon pun there again? See if he could crack you I'm, up. I'm saying, I'm saying the latter. Okay, that's, that's kind of what I thought too.
2: So, I mean, <laughs> if you do really well, you too, you can have other guys fly them to the Munoz. Okay. <laughs>
0: see, I think that would uh, yeah. validate. Yeah our beliefs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, back to football briefly before inevitably there's another moon pun to wrap this interview (laughs) up. Uh, I'm interested in the fact that Wyoming played Boise State and Utah State in consecutive weeks. As you prepare, do you look at the last – you probably have a habit of looking at the last three or four games or something like that. But do you really zoom in on that one because you've got a common opponent and it's a good team? It's not someone that you both can just, you know, crush. Uh, It went right down to the last possession in your game. They went to overtime.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, common opponents are good because you can see the the ability on both sides, especially, you know, I guess maybe even more so for me just because I – Try to watch both sides as much as I can, and it's hard for me to go back and watch you know 10 and 11 games and whatever it may be that I get a. I, you're right. I try to focus on the last three or four and see where kids are at and where they're playing. Um, but there is definitely that's the tape that we'll break down, and the things that you do that are familiar, you'll want to be able to uh, that, that you know cross over whether it's a coverage, whether it's a type of plays, whether it's a formation, whether it's a group of personnel. Uh, you'll definitely break that down and see how they play against each other. And I know this. Boise's uh you know, they're a very talented team. I think they're 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 gifted all over the place. They wouldn't be where they were if they if they weren't and uh yeah, we'll have our work cut out for us and they're coming here and uh, I think this team is very excited to have this opportunity to compete against them on this stage again. Right? It's just like a, a year ago they got them in a similar situation, and um, here we go again. Late in November, and this is uh, elimination week number three for the young men in this program, and they've passed two tests, and the way they go to the next one. That's just the way our side of the conference is this year. You got uh, three really good teams at the top battling to see who's going to take first place.
2: Well, Gary, thanks for coming on each week. We wish you nothing but success. I think it's safe to say that both DJ and I love you to the Munoz and back.
1: (laughs) You're on one today. Hey, I love you guys, too. Go Aggies. Thank
0: you, Gary. Thanks for enduring that. Gary Anderson, Aggie head coach. Near as I can tell, he absorbed at least four puns there, possibly five.